Hey guys, this is Keeping a Major Podcast, ran by six young adults who are all trying to figure out their way through life while laughing through the pains of adulting. And with that, we'll start with the show. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Water. What's going on? This is keeping it measured. This is CC. How's the rest of the crew doing today? I'm doing all right. Chilling, chilling. Yeah, same old. Same, just chilling, chilling. Ready? It's popping. Hey, Renee, hit it off. Hit off for what? Oh, can you? Aren't you announcing the segments? Am I announcing? You know what? <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be the serious news? Like, bruh, like CC, you already know the lineup. I don't understand why we have to go through this every time. Hey, what nice for you to you know have that little segue but hey we can get into the serious news normally the segment is called petty news but due to the topics we'll be discussing today you know we didn't find that to be um appropriate so what do you guys want to talk about first there's i guess we get a, one thing we forgot to talk about last um episode was the emission scandal mm, that you. went down so is everybody pretty familiar with what's going on with the emission scandal oh you're gonna have to hit fast forward on that one for me do you, you not know anything well like i, I I haven't heard about the emission scandal. Oh, okay, okay. I can give you a little brief, you know, a little overview. Yeah. So basically, the emission scandals basically dealt with base wealthy families, you know, either celebrities or just well-off families paying their way for their kids to get accepted into yes, these yes. elite schools. I, I did hear that. I did hear that. Yes. So, you know, instead of, you know, like the hardworking students, you know, who bust their butt, you know, studying for the SAT, ACT, taking AP classes, getting in the right way. These families are paying um, basically people to uh, take the test for their children, having ex- having their children apply for like disability. You know, when you have a disability, you can have extended times for these tests. So basically, imagine having an unlimited amount on the ACT, SAT. I'm pretty sure we all would have did a lot better than what we did. Or okay. or having or having one of the um collegiate coaches put them on as a scholarship, and then okay. they're not actually participating in the sport. And then like Photoshopping oh, wow. their picture on the crew on the team photo. Yeah. Wow. They didn't go to not one practice. Yeah, but they went to that Photoshop. Exactly. So how do y'all feel about that? You know, all uh, most of us all went to like college, either you know, four year trade school. How do you feel about parents, wealthy parents paying for their child to basically get a spot even though they might not deserve it? I mean, you know, money, 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 money. Oh, wow, three. I was trying to get me some money to get to school. I mean, okay. I'm broke. Okay, I just feel like, I feel like there's like a pro and con to this, right? The pro is, yes, I really want my child to have the best education as possible. Okay. But the con is, you're basically handicapping your child because you're not allowing them to actually strive to do something for themselves. Where when they go into the real world and they get hit with something where they can't just buy their way through or get somebody to do it for them, then they looking stuck on stupid. So that's just how I feel. But if I had my parents, if I had, if my parents had money, oh, best believe, baby, get me, get me in a good school. Okay. I will fake the fuck. I'll fake like I'm playing lacrosse. What's up? I honestly don't see a pro to this because who says they have the grades? 
to make it in here. That's what I'm saying. The pro is to get the education, even though they're taking away somebody else's education. So you're willing, if you had the money, you're willing to spend six figures for your child who might not even be college ready to go to these USC's Yales. If I got it, flaunt it. What? What you mean? I don't understand. So you're willing to spend uh, six figures to get your child into a school, even though let's say they don't want to go to school. Well, okay. Saying that they're not at the level of intelligence to actually get to the school the regular way. Well, okay. So then, much money. so then that's the thing though. Did we already have this previous conversation where they told me that they didn't want to go to college because I don't put a child so through why college. Can't they apply? But that's what I'm saying. If if my child tells me they don't want to go to college, okay, what's your next step? I'm not going to spend six figure money. But let's say they do want to go to college. You're going to spend six figures to cheat their way in. When they could apply to a school, they can get in. Okay, honestly, if my child is dumb as the rocks can be underneath the deep, deep, deep blue sea, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to pay for my child. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I would not waste a dime on cheating my child in there because it catches up to you. You're basically still in the spot from a child who has worked to get to it. If my child couldn't get into USC or Yale the regular way, then who said they're going to actually survive it when they have to go to class and take tests? Take tests. Some people so can fake like, it till you make it. Some people are really good at faking till you make it. Why spend all that money just to cheat their way in? But, but see, I think, I really feel like y'all forgetting the, the whole object of this situation. Oh, okay, Ruben, break the it thing, down. The thing is that, <laughs> Let me know. at the end of the day, all these things are businesses. And they have to strive. And whoever is the biggest distributor or whoever is going to contribute the most to that cause, that's what they're going to be open to. Now, they may act like they have morals, but at the end of the day, money talks regardless of whatever situation. Exactly. So, piggyback off of that. When he's yeah, you can piggyback. I don't, I don't give a okay. damn if you was like, uh, I, I want to convert this to that or my child needs this to have that. If you got that bread to back it up, anything is possible. It is, but does it make it right? That doesn't make it right at all, but we're in a world that has no morals whatsoever. Anyway. And no ethics so, either. So yeah, you really no, so willing you to throw away six figures away for your child to just... Cece, you really stuck on this money amount. It's a lot of money. It's like you really stuck on it. It's a waste of money because we look at money different. But we look at money different because we don't have six figures to throw. Exactly. It's waste Okay, first of all, you don't have to put my poor out there on the line. That's rude. It's like, you know, a hundred million a year. It wouldn't be nothing to give a hundred to a million to a child to get through school. Yeah, the right way, as in getting them tutors. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Some kids are not growing up like that. Some kids are just spoiled from the day they were born into this world. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's a parenting skill that needs to be happening, but we were raised correctly. That if you had the resources to the amount of money that you wouldn't pay for them to get in the right way with tutoring and prep, imagine if we all had that, we probably would have scored a lot higher. So you're telling me you're going to put all that away and say, bump it. I'm just going to pay the money for them to get into the school. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a waste. Is I mean, waste. let's talk about a hard reality, first of all. Regardless of those who's getting in the right. safe way, regardless of those who's getting in the right way, when we all get these degrees, if we don't have these connections or these networking opportunities. Or internships. Or internships. Sometimes all this education is basically going to the water. It's true. Yes. The, the, the networking is what's getting people these jobs. Absolutely. Just like, just it's been that way. But it's been that way. Exactly. Yeah, just not what you know, it's who you know. Just it's to pick it back off. Of, yeah. Just to continue to pick back off what Ruben said. Like it just. Yes, it's morally um, morally wrong, but it's just. 
at the end of the day, if you throw in money, you're going to get the benefactor. Somebody Period. catching that money. Period. That money ain't hitting the ground. Believe that. If you throw in the money, you're going to get the benefactor. Yeah, and that's true, but it's unfortunate that kids who do not have the resources, who have to actually study and write essays and take out hundreds of thousands of student loans to get into these universities, their spots are being taken by kids who haven't earned their spot. Mm -hmm. Kids who are parents are paying for them to be on a rowing sport, and they had never rowed a day in their life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, like I said, they are looking like string noodles. At the end of the day, that money is talking. It goes to the highest bidder at the end of the day. And now they're looking at federal charges. Yep. That's only because they got caught. Caught. I guarantee you. <laughs> yes. This stuff has been going on for years. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Legacy. These legacy students who their parents so, went to the school and now they... But then, let's yeah, be honest, yeah. though. Let's be honest, though. These white women are not going to get prison time. They're not. They're probably going to get probation time. You yeah, know it's going to work. Some people yeah. got to be made a, um, a, a example. Example out of. Be made that, example that, out that, of. That rarely happens in that community, Carly. Just relatively. I'm just saying they might. You <laughs> never know. They might get a slap on the wrist a year probation. Oh, you said house arrest for 30 days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you, could go, you could go to In-N-Out Burger for like 30 minutes, come back. Speaking of a slap on the wrist. Can we talk about this bullying that happened with Renaya Wright? That was, oh, that was definitely unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. we had a fifth grader. She died after a classroom fight. What you feel about that? Unfortunate um, that she lost her life. And That's it, a lot, bro. Yeah. It, made, it didn't make major news like it should have. But just some background for people who don't know about the situation. Uh I want to say a couple of weeks ago, a fight took place in a fifth grade classroom, which led Renaya Wright um, to MUSC, Medical University of South Carolina, where she unfortunately, after a couple of days, lost her fight. I mean, lost her life. Uh, what happened was it was been different reports that maybe two students were beating her and hitting her head against, you know, either the wall. And as far as the teacher, people have access. I'm, there's been stories about a substitute teacher who either left the room to get help or wasn't there. So by the time, you know, imagine your head constantly getting slammed into the wall. She did lose her life. And then now it's reports saying that it may be due to bullying, that the attacker had a long history of bullying. She has been suspended for the school, but some people feel as though charges should be brought against her even though she is in fifth grade. How do you I feel about that? How do you charge a fifth grader? Oh, easily. Easily. Go um, to juvenile. What well, you mean? Well, it, actually, it depends on the staff. I believe in South Carolina, there's an age limit for juvenile. Um, the people will be admitted to juvenile the link, um, detention center. So she might be too young for that. So they might have to put her in an alternative school, you know, wait until she's of age and transfer her to a juvenile delinquency um, institution, which I think the closest one will be Columbia. Mm-hmm. And... As far as her being charged for murder, 
it really just depends on how the case I really doubt she will get even though I do feel like maybe just because I have sympathy for the right family but she probably will get a slap on the wrist as far as just being on her adult record I don't know some people even said that the, um, the attacker wasn't actually she actually failed a couple of grades so she might have been 13 yeah, damn. Mm. but that's hearsay that's allegedly hmm. don't let that hearsay be true of, child there's been a lot of Okay. So, how do y'all feel about bullying? Should it be since this young lady had um, a history of bullying, and now her bullying antics have led to a death? How do you feel? Should a school be held accountable? Most definitely. Mm, I don't know. It's because. What do you mean you don't know? Because you're going to blame the school for bullying, but bullying is like, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's in the corporate world. It's in right, but you got to think about it, though. In the church. But you got to think about it, though. You have teachers who witnessed right. this. They right. left. They should have broke that up. And allegedly, if she had a history of bullying. So this may have not been the first incident. So, And then the fact, though, that it happened on school grounds. Once it happens on time. school grounds in a classroom, no, no, no. School's going to go down. But see, but see, you gotta look at it this way too. When people send their kids to school, people send their kids to school for them to get an education, if and theoretically for them to be protected. Because you can't name one mother or father when they can't come back from school and they got a bruise or any of that. They not gonna go off on the school, right? Because they felt like the school, you know, you have to look for. You just can't have these kids there doing their own thing. You have to look over these kids. These kids will do anything when they're not being supervised, right? Mm -hmm. So, like for that teacher, that the teacher was probably scared because she. The, the nigga 13, the teacher probably was scared of the kid. So she probably ran out to, you know, try to find somebody to freeze the situation. It was just a thing of time where, you know, it just was, it, she wasn't able to get that done when she showed up. Absolutely. I uh, feel like bullying should be taken serious from like the first encounter. If you have been accused for bullying, there should be consequences. Serious consequences. Because too many kids committing suicide due to bullying. And they have this incident where a child's life is lost at fifth grader. Imagine right. having you, you send your child to school, and then, yeah. then you get a phone call saying your child's being medevaced to MUSC, and then now she's no longer with us. Mm -mm. That's a big deal. I would, I would sue the goddamn school. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some type of civil lawsuit against well, you, them. You damn right. You motherfucking right. Well, what about the the teacher that was on duty, or the S dot officers, or? Like, are you charging uh, the institution or are you going after the individual? No, you have to, you have to, yeah, it has to be the institution. You can't go for a single person. It has to be the whole school. Yeah, so it'll probably have to be the, yeah, the whole, like, county. Like See, the district. I, I want to yeah. know time frames, who was on duty, who was there, right. who was eating lunch, who was smoking. Yeah, but now the school. Where the camera's at? Yeah, yeah. Now the school That's is saying I mean. that it was just, you know, a, a scuffle that led to a death, like no bullying, that the kids were fighting, this what happened, which doesn't make it any better. Right. But so even I feel yeah. like on the on the subject of bullying, there how do you stop bullying? Because you have different forms of bullying. You have physical, mm -hmm. you have verbal. Uh so it's like you know, all of us coming up, we've been talking shit since day one. Who speak for you know yourself? <laughs> Don't exclude yourself either. I was an angel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was an angel. I wasn't no bully. Okay, now let's not get the lion now. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. It's hard to yell these lies out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
like when all the like the, the, the kids that come up nowadays like um they're well kids in general they're heavily influenced so for us it was kind of like a different deal coming up it's kind of like we we didn't necessarily have to deal with it it just kind of came natural um yeah. these days i feel like social media so yeah every, it's like an outlet so everybody kind of sees what's going on and, and everything's and amplified yeah everything becomes everybody becomes a victim nobody wants to fight back like everybody wants to do this and do that it's just like you you can't I don't think it's a real way to stop bullying. I think you can, like, minimize it, but you cannot stop it. You can never no, cut the head off the snake. You go to the source, the parents. Right, but that's the thing, though. You can never cut the head off the snake. You can oh, never yeah. do it with bullying. Oh, and that's when we start hitting the pockets and start finding them, suspending mm-hmm. them, getting them kicked out of school. Like, hey, we're going to have one strike, no tolerance. You have any case of bullying after full investigation, you're out to school. And that's up to your parents to put you in another school. Like, there's too many kids losing their life due to um, parents' lack of control of their children. But see, some parents have control until them kids leave that up under them. And then, okay, if if that's the case, then once the school notifies the parents that this is taking place, right? then, okay, maybe not a one strike, maybe a two strike. I don't know. Or, but you got to also think about it, too. Some kids come from a broken home, too. So they might just be lashing out. But that's no... There's no excuse. I know that's not an excuse. I know that's not an excuse, but kids bring what they have from the home to the school. And that's when we bring the teachers involved. If you see this pattern, you need to don't nip in the butt, don't ignore it, don't put them to the side. You need to take action. But first you gotta find but first you gotta find the teachers who actually care. There's a small minimum that actually care. They're just there to get a paycheck. That is unfortunate. their paycheck is small, so. Oh yeah, they ain't they ain't winning no battles out here in these streets. So yeah, so I hope they all do care. Cause honestly, to be a teacher, you gotta have the passion. You gotta, for it. You gotta, you gotta have the passion, the patience, and the tolerance, honey. Because the pay matches. Nowadays, you gotta have strength to break these fights up. To be honest, you gotta body slam somebody, kick, throw, drop. You gotta do a lot. And then think about Dragon Ball Z training, all of that. Come here, man, huh? <laughs> but then also imagine a kid who had to witness that, knowing that while we see this fight, right. and now our classmate is no longer with us. Mm. Or what about the kids that look at it the other way? Like we got a fucking murderer in our classroom now. Well, they do. Yeah, so like, <laughs> it's it's bad both ways. Like it's really unfortunate that child died, but all those kids are not like. I feel like they're probably. They're kind of fucked up too. Yeah, they trauma. Yeah, PTSD. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, how many times have you, like, you spoken to someone that might have died that same day? Like, you yeah. feel that's a bad feeling. And like, those kids have to feel it at an early age because that was what hell Yeah, fifth grade. Yeah, so that's rough. <laughs> Understatement. So, keeping it in South Carolina, have you heard about, you know, the, um, Young lady from University of South Carolina who mistakenly got into a car thing. It was her Uber and ended up dead. Don't Uber have the little sign in their cars? Yes. This incident was not a Uber or Lyft. Um, they weren't at fault. What happened was the background story. She was at Five Points. We all been to Five Points in Columbia. Right. <laughs> Broke some um, ankles. She was... Um, <laughs> Shout to Thirsty Parrot. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> She was, um, you know, out on a, on a weekend. Her friends decided, you know, you know, we all been in a situation, you know. 
your friend might want to see you ready to go home, but your friend might want to stay out. So they mm-hmm. decided, sure. you know, hey, we're going to head out. You mm-hmm. stay here. You, you're you good. Calling a lift. I mean, an Uber, my bad. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, being intoxicated, she might have looked at the app, saw a black car, didn't really pay attention to the license plate number, and got into the car. Unfortunately, the car she got in was not a li- I mean, an Uber. And she was found, I believe, a couple of days later, her body was found 70 miles away from Columbia. Yeah, and it seemed like, and I believe the autopsy report came out, and she died from, like, sharp um, objects. So she probably was stabbed. Whoa. And the reason they found the dude was they got, of course, the picture of the car and the license plate. They found him back in five points, like, a couple of days later in the same area. Yo, he might be like a creeper. Or a serial. So, just to make something clear, this was not Uber's fault. Uber and Lyft, they do give you the license plate number. They do give you the model of the car. And a picture of the person, too. And a picture. So, this has happened just, you know, you're intoxicated. You just happen to see. It's an unfortunate event. You happen to see a black car, and you hop in, and, you know, you have an evil person behind the wheel. How do you guys feel about that? Does it make, does it make you be hesitant to catch a Lyft or Uber? or? Me personally, I'll never try to get Uber or Lyft. Well, I'm the opposite. I take one every day. Mm, I mean, you you thugging like that. But see, but see, CC lives in a city where you don't, you really can't maneuver around with the car, driving your own car. You can. It's just a hassle. Yeah, it's a hassle. So, you know. Yeah, I take one from work every. I take a shared one at that. And so, all right, all right. So, being that she used uh, uh, Uber, CC, how would you, how would you react to a situation <laughs> where not even when you're intoxicated to a situation where you get in that car and it's still an Uber, but the nigga's still crazy? Well, I've had my experience of uncomfortable rides. Like what? what? What do you? I'm saying, what do you what? do as a customer? Are you supposed to hit a button on the phone? Like what? What happens? Well, there are emergency. You can dial nine one one. I've made complaints from man. The man don't got no air conditioning and tweeted it and <laughs> <laughs> and lift <laughs> and lift and lift tweeted me back like, hey, like here, contact this number. You know. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention. She did get in the backseat, and he put the child safety locks on. Ooh. So she wouldn't have been able to get out. Oh, yeah, he, he, he was on a mission. So, yeah, he was plotting. But for yeah. me, I have had uncomfortable as, you know, hey, I'm just hopping in the car, about to go home from being out for the night. And a guy asked, you know, oh, let me get your number. Oh, do you have a boyfriend? And it's like, okay, deuces, let me walk out. Ooh. And once I make it to my destination, or people haven't tried to have a small talk, and it's like, Ooh, I wasn't trying to talk this ride. People trying to get to know you. There's some been some awkward, very like uncomfortable situations. But as far as how I ever felt my life is in danger, right. only time is when they're driving a little crazy, you know, in these DC <laughs> streets. But I, I took one today. A sketchy one? Oh no! A oh, I like that. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a, li- I'm an active Lyft and Uber user. Okay. And they do, they tell you the license. I know for Lyft, um, sometimes they have the little um, color light. So it lets you know, like, hey, look for this yellow light, along with the license plate driver. And when they get in the car, they're supposed to greet you like, hey, you see, you going to XYZ location? He'd be like, yes. Right. Because I, I, I have a buddy I work with. His father does Uber. And mm-hmm. 
he uh, apparently with Uber, there's like different tiers of Uber. So you have like a basic level, you have an executive level where they actually have to get out, open their door for you. I didn't get that one. Yeah, they got all kind of levels to the shit. So like, I guess with the with the actual driver, the more people you get, the better reviews you get, you get open. Oh yeah, better opportunities, I guess. Because after a while, you just can't pick anybody up. I think when you get to that level. Yeah. You have a certain kind of car, like a Mercedes or a Cadillac. Oh, yeah, for the luxury. Yeah, exactly. I get the regular, you know, I get the sedan, you know, that Toyota. Yeah, I understand. So, and I guess, you know, unfortunately, to keep the news segment pushed into another depressing, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, who, you know, lost his life, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, I honestly, I was not a Nipsey Hussle fan. I did see him perform at the Broccoli Festival a couple of years ago, but this definitely hurt me. I saw, I, they were like, reading the post had me crying. Like, it really hurt me. Yeah, that, that was a big hurt for me, too. I didn't, that was one of those deaths, like, you, you never would, as a, you know, as a, you know what I'm saying, just going day to day, you, you wouldn't even think he was in a situation where that would be a problem. yeah. Because you would, you would imagine he has so much credibility and people already know what he's done for the community that they will respect him more than envy. But, you know, with respect, you have people who envy as well. Exactly. People who you've been close with, taking pictures with. Now we had come to find out his killer has been on pictures with him. They've known each other. And one thing that is really emotional is to see all the positive feedback about his character you know normally when a rapper passes away they want to bring put their mug shot up they want to bring yes. up their past oh okay but honestly the coverage has been he's a community leader he's been doing x y and z he was loved by many he inspired many and it's just you know it's unfortunate especially he's a father too you know yes yeah. there has been some disrespect people you know posting his um shooting online and you know, yeah, re- sneaking recording um his either his fiance or wife, Laura London, walking into the hospital, finding out. It's like, why would you want to post that and broadcast that? Renee, how do you feel about the Nipsey Hustle death? I mean, I hate to say it, but I ain't I ain't listening to his music. I could I could thoroughly care less. Um oh, no, no, no. The only reason the only thing I feel sympathy for is the way he died. That's messed up. And I feel for Lauren London. Other than that, I mean, everybody die going with life. That's how I feel nah, personally. I have to disagree. You, don't have to you always got to be disagree. But I'm, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, you're asking me for my opinion, and I'm telling you, real life, it's another day. I don't know him. I don't listen to his music. So I can't feel any type of sympathy. The only thing sympathy-wise I could feel is, man, this man lost his life. Somebody lost their boyfriend, their child's father, their brother, sister. They they lost somebody. That's all I have. Suavio. He not paying attention. Suavio. Oh, he must be not dead. That nigga dead. Stop. <laughs> Wow, for the record, that's Renee speaking. <laughs> yeah, I'm really close on any of this. Uh, yes. For all you Nipsey Hussle fans, I love to do. Yeah. Uh, so if y'all want to come for anybody, uh, just pick Renee. 
Because I shed many tears. I'll be at work and a new development come out here and my eyes getting water. Okay, I was sure as as heck dry eye eating my sushi. No, okay, it's just a sad situation in here. Like, why, like, his, like, his, um, support, you know, YG, his brand, his pose. Uh And then now here, his brother actually tried to save his life. And then when they put him in the ambulance, his brother then saw the bullet into the head. And then also just hearing that the guy actually, you know, shot him, walked away, then came back and shot him yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. It's like, my goodness. Like, how, like, cold-hearted well, can you be? What about this disrespect that, uh... Oh yeah! First of all, that little gremlin—he needs to go somewhere and bury himself. He is so disrespectful. I have no respect for Kodak Black. I would not listen to ZZ no more. He enough is enough. He's a rapist. Let's put that out there. Well, I feel like he just sounded like a drunken gremlin, Loki. He's like he's like one drink away from. Going. He used to be, I know people are not really good with the like, you know, the whole canceling, you know, but he used to be canceled. That's just the disrespect. Like, do you not think before you speak? First of all, off his looks, he's canceled in my book. Just saying. It's like disrespect. Oh, uh, first of all, he is from. First of all, he is from <laughs> South Florida. Don't you do us. But we're okay, but we're not all the same because there is North Florida, there is South Florida, and there is Central Florida. No, 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 you're not gonna do that. (laughs) 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 You really, you're gonna have me out here in these streets. This is an example of how Floridians get down. No, 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 but on a serious note, though, uh, T.I. did respond to him, yes, and he said, You need to cut that shit. and that was like not even time was it? That was not even like four hours ago. And no, Kodak yeah. was on live. Yeah, he's always on live. I, I watched him for a little bit because I wanted to see if he would get back jiggy with it. Because I know somebody mm-hmm. will slap his ass. Mm-hmm. He, he can't be touched, but he, he can clearly. Be oh, touched, he can be. Oh, the law wants to touch him now. Yeah, you see how quick they touch the people who uh, killed Nipsey. So, because that guy, they killed two of his family members the day yeah. after. The streets already knew what was going on. They killed two of his family members the day after that. So. Yeah, it's just disrespectful. Like, how can you sit up there and plot on a widow? Like, come on. Like, let's have some common sense. Like, he I mean, says I, things for a reaction. Yeah, he, he does. Just like the whole inmate situation. And that's but, another thing. Like, why we keep supporting this bad bug? Like... <laughs> Well, I never did. I, always I never did either. <laughs> now I will say that ZZ so No, that ZZ song is low key trash. Honest, the only reason ZZ hitting is because of Travis. Uh, it's that chorus, man. With the yeah, but I mean, the chorus, the chorus could put another artist. Uh, but you know, but hey, I won't be hitting that ZZ no more. I'm fine with that. I mean, I was never really a advocate listener anyway. Usually, think, when his I, voice come on, I just skip it. Oh, I'm not a Kodak uh, Black fan. I think I saw Kodak Black on Renee's screensaver, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, Ruben. It, it might have been on the lock screen. So All right, Ruben. Now that I think about it, I think she posted that as her MCL. Okay. Think, okay, Cece and Ruben, don't get your don't get your face snatched. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say something else, but that's rude. But we're not gonna do that. Swabio, are you back with us? I don't. I, we need to cancel that nigga. I heard a chuckle. Uh, didn't see much. Let me try to call him. No, we need to cancel that nigga. Yeah, sure. All right. 
Okay, I don't care what he... He's probably playing hopscotch in the back. I, uh, we need to go on. We need to move on. What's our yeah. next topic? Well, let's talk about some new music, you know. I guess one thing in the music world that popped off was the... What's this, the young sir's name who has to... Old Town Road. That's the thing I'm talking about. <laughs> that is the summer anthem. What? What is it? It's, it's uh, his, name his name. Little, little Nas. Yeah, oh, with the country song? Yeah. Little Nas X. Yeah, Little Nas X. Mm. Old Town Road. Southern oh yeah, I heard they. I heard the country billboards took it down. They said yeah, it wasn't yeah. country enough. But they brought him back up when the OG Billy Cyrus mm-hmm. popped on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, they need the white confirmation. I see. Exactly, they need <laughs> the OG country, which is which. I will give really a lot of kudos points for Billy Ray Cyrus to hop on that. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh, yeah. The song goes hard. I can't wait till y'all um, black folks make a line dance for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, black people, we stay making some, child. Right, and the song is quick, straight to the point, and it rocks. <laughs> it seemed like the best songs only last two and a half minutes. Is That's that the thing. You're right. <laughs> they be sounding like intros. Yeah. Once he said he got his Gucci hat, like, man, a song, you know. Yeah, then it goes they finna yeah, come yeah. out with a whole new line. Okay. But yeah, shout out to him. He's actually back on uh, Billboard's now. One song. Now that the remix. You know. But shout out to him. I like the song, you know. Yeah. True. And hopefully he's not like a one-hit wonder. But uh, Only time will tell. So y'all listen to anything else? Um, a couple albums dropped. Who? Um, I can let you know. Let me check on Apple Music. I know something came out. Um, I know ooh. Miguel released his Spanish version of his album. Don't nobody care about Miguel. Oh, oh, the disrespect. Oh, the disrespect is there to be played. Miguel oh, we're going to disrespect him today. He has a nice voice, but he doesn't have bops like that. What? What? Bop. What you want? The only bop he got what? was... What? Renee, no. <laughs> What's up, CC? What you mean? This is going to be like last podcast. What's up? <laughs> what do you mean? A door, sure thing. That's what I'm saying. He only has, no, he only has one good thing that I like, How and it's a door. Boring. Boring. All Except those are features. No, He's not good with no features. That's what I, that's what I'm saying, but he has other people to boost it up. No, what you mean? Simple oh my God. Okay, okay. So. When I'm with y'all, y'all not arguing with me. But when I'm against y'all, y'all be trying to gang me. I don't like the gang mentality. Well, I don't listen to Miguel. I'm just listening to y'all. Miguel has bops. I've seen him perform live. That's cute. That's cute. And his albums go hard. Do they? Yes. Mm, Okay. That's the record show. I don't listen to Miguel. I don't. I don't. You can start listening. No, no. That could be on the mute. Well, in hood news, what about uh, Boosie? He had, oh, uh, but yeah, okay. he wanna you know listen to Miguel, listen to that Boosie, okay. Well, I didn't really complete it. Uh, I think I'm getting to that phase in my life where Boosie's voice is really starting to get. To it me. was aggravating. Yeah. It still is to this day. Boosie, last time I was in the Boosie, we broke it down. Hurts, but you gotta get past the, the eeriness. Yeah. Oh, there's this one song that I've been catching on the radio. I don't know why, but it's like a little Jamaican little vibe. It's called Fall by Davido. D-A-V-I-D-O. Oh, it's probably Afrobeats. He's African. Yeah, yeah. It's It's been busting. I was like, okay. I like Davido. I like Davido. 
like him. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm 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 rocking with it. Now that, now that the summer's approaching, I kind of circle back to the city girls. I, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. You talk about Floridians. I bet that you do. Season. That's one thing y'all good for scamming. Whoa. Whoa. First of all, that's very disrespectful. Is it disrespectful or is it the truth? No, it's not the truth, okay? No, that is South Florida. Something in the water. That is South Florida. That is not North Florida. You separate one state. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. Okay, okay California. <laughs> <laughs> not <in North> Florida. <laughs> Come through, Dakota. Anyway, I'm so over it. Um, you know what? Bump it. We're gonna start with that Swabia because I could give two fucks on a hot dog. Um, wow. Okay, he probably playing hot scotch somewhere. That's fine. So, anyway, hmm, okay. So, for the question of the day, right? By your girl Renee, have you ever shut up? Have you ever settled or lowered your standards in a relationship? And what are your pros and cons of your decision? Yeah, she plagiarized that, but hey, we can let it slide. Repeat the question. You're not listening. (laughs) Have you ever settled or lowered your standards in a relationship? And what are your pros and cons of your decision? Settled or lowered standards. I'll let Cece go first. Cece ain't never had no man. And like you, I would say a simple answer is no. And I believe a pro is I can sleep at night. Knowing that I'm not being cheated on. Con. Well, that's the automatic work situation. <laughs> 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 I go to sleep knowing I'm not wasting my time and lowering my standards. Yeah. I know my worth. And I guess the con is being single, but it's really not really a con because I'm happy, I'm healthy, I don't have. You'd be surprised the risk people put their body through to, um, you know, be in a relationship. That's another conversation, another time. And other things, a peace of mind. You have to learn how to be with your by yourself before you can be in a relationship. And I'm definitely content with that. Renee, how about you? Since you know the drought. Over there with you as well. Whoa. Don't do me. You know I have issues. I'm trying to battle oh, we through. Know the drought. But, you know, <laughs> how about you get your opinion on it? Um, I have multiple, actually. Multiple times I've lowered my standard. Lowered? Yeah, I can give you I can give you two examples. So I can give you when I was dumb. Um, in high school, first boyfriend. I just wanted a boyfriend. So I said, okay, that's fine. I didn't really care about if he was funny, if he was nice, if he was any type of compatible with me, right? So, that's high school. Right, because it's high school and I, it's whatever. So that one, <laughs> the pros was he gave me little gifts, which I thought was, I guess, considered quality signs since we're long distance. Mm. The con of that was, I felt like it was a one-sided all the time because I would it was it would get to a point where I would always call him, and if he if he went into a whole uh, childish tantrum, he would hang up, and I would physically feel bad, and I would call him back again. 
Like I was the dumb one. We all been there. Yeah. And I would do it repeatedly to the point where I was like, every every second of the day I was thinking of, oh my goodness, did I piss him off? Oh my goodness, why is he not texting me back? I literally was in that. And I was like, oh no, I got snapped this off. So we were together for four months. I was together with him personally two months. He didn't even know the last two months that we broke up until I told him. So second one. Yeah, second one was we never actually got into the boyfriend-girlfriend. Um, this one where I almost physically fought him at my job. At the job? At the job. At, at my job. <laughs> it, this was in college. This was in college. <laughs> and College? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm just... Okay, so... From the first relationship, I learned my actions, right? Okay, if he's not putting 100%, I'm not putting 100%, right? Right. So when we got into this new little situation, now we're face-to-face. We're not long distance. We see each other all the time. I would start noticing that he was very narcissistic. Like, he would say undermining things. Not to me personally, but people around him. And then when I would pinpoint and I'll tell him about himself... He'll catch an attitude and then he'll try to sugarcoat it. Or if I say I have a compliment, he'll try to one up me. So I remember this one time I kind of got over it and I was just like, you know what? I don't think we can work together. You know what he told me? He said, no wonder why you don't find nobody attractive or that we never worked was because I low key think you were a dyke. I said, wait, what? He said, yeah, we, he said, we never kissed or anything. So I just assumed you like women. Was you wearing Timberlands? No, I was wearing, I was, my thing is I was around this time. This is when I'm transi- transitioning into cuter clothes. Oh, I was like transition. Shut up. Oh, okay. Shut up. So, <laughs> I was just starting to like so <laughs> right. So then this is, this is, this is another thing, right? So pros was yes. Now we have face to face quality time. He gave me what I wanted mentally, but when it came to me recuperating his emotions, I just couldn't. He was falling in love way too quickly. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I barely even like anybody. Right? I'm trying to take this slow. So it got to one point where we we're at work. And I had asked him to do the dishes because that's his job. And he literally snapped on me, called me a whole bunch of B's, H's. You really don't like dishes. I guess not. And then when I tell you, I literally blacked out and I ran up on him. This is a grown man. He was about 6'5". He was built like a wrestler. Let me tell you, I was going to end him that day. No, 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 no. Because when I was running, no, because when I was running the path, I had picked up a blender. So... Oh yeah, no, no. He was gonna, he's gonna get down on the ground somehow because I was gonna stump, I was gonna a town stump him. I'm not even from ATL. Was it plugged or unplugged? No, it was unplugged because I ripped it out the wall. Like I was literally walking to him. So it was plugged. You unplugged. Yes. Wow, damaging. Whatever. Who cares? I still didn't get fired. So whatever. And then a couple of months later, and this is a pro on my side. So you remember how he was calling me like I was a dyke, right? Which is a very offensive term. Which is a very offensive term. Very offensive. So the fact that he called me that, right, a couple months later, we found out that he was bisexual and that he was just trying to get out of the closet. Mm, so he was trying uh-huh. to make you like, like a... Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I was like, well, thank God I didn't kiss him. Well, that's why he didn't kiss you. 
I, but see, that's my thing is though. I wasn't, I wasn't shook. I was like, okay, that's fine. And don't do that. Don't do that, Ruben. If I punch don't you in it, your face. Don't do that, Ruben, because I'll punch you in your face. I'm saying like, he didn't kiss you because he had his own thing going. He right. Tried to blame, he tried to blame you for that. Right. Plus, by being bisexual, you're attracted to men and females. Right, but he was more into men, and he was trying to hook up with my uh, manager, who was full-blown gay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of beefing. Now that I think about it, there have been incidents where I could have lowered my standard, but I can only imagine where I would be at now. Well, you would be probably, very weak minded, and we don't no, do weak minded. Like, uh, baby mama. Mm, mm, girl, that's a whoof. You lit. Yeah, like if I, can, if I was really like, want to be desperate, like, you know, I want a relationship and be in one with. I could have definitely gone down that route. Don't that sound like one of our cousins? Ruben, so have you been in any of those situations? <laughs> um, that's a, uh, I feel like in, uh, not, not really. That's good. I don't feel like I ever have. I feel like, I feel like in relationships, especially now, um, it's not about settling, it's about, uh, cause I, I feel, feel like, like the side of your face is lying to us. No, 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 no. You know, I, I believe him because I feel like if on the female side, we have to lower our standards mostly for the men. That is yeah, true. Yeah, exactly, because, like, you you know, you try to comply to make him happy at the end of the day. Because, you know, a lot of men are stubborn, so they don't they don't try to, you know, please the woman or try to, you know, be equal with it. And I was that way, in a, like, in my relationship now, which is almost be four years coming up. Oh, congrats. Congratulations. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> But like in the, like in the beginning for me like I was a very stubborn individual so I know my girlfriend probably has settled for some of the bullshit that I've done mm. but you know <laughs> being that shit, shut up CC uh, <laughs> <laughs> saying for the people but, in the back you know, she, she looked she looked through the better and that and then she allowed me to have time to you know kind of make it up and for me to mature mm. when you're in a relationship when you're young you learn a lot about yourself as well as whoever you're with. Keywords so, is sure. I like that. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's a process, but I never feel like I've actually settled for anything because I kind of take everything has a pro and a con at the end of the day. So, in in a way, you're gonna settle for something, maybe yeah. not on purpose, but you're gonna settle for something. You have to compromise at some point as well. Yeah, so, but you can't compromise to the point where you're not feeling like you're in a relationship. You can't be uh, you can't be one sided. Once no, you start no, you feeling that way, it's over. You can't com- yeah, 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 you can't compromise to the point where you're like you're just doing your own thing. You're solo dolo. But, yeah. Because uh-huh. at that point, you might as well just be solo dolo. Yeah, but then solo dolo can get a little dark, honey. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, solo, solo dolo, like like what I feel for Carlene. I mean, uh, Cece is like uh-huh. we gonna work you with can, you. Uh, you get a lot of time when you're single. As you get older, um. You know, when you're in a relationship, things kind of fast forward a bit. You have to learn yourself a little faster because you're trying to kind of yes. keep everything going. Yeah. So when you're by yourself, there's no pressure on you, really. And you kind of just, you really learn what you don't like, what you like, your negotiables, your non-negotiables. Absolutely. So when you get with someone, you know within the first, you know, whatever. Account, first encounter. Yeah, yeah, first encounter, yeah. Like, you already know, all right, well, if this guy does this or this or that is a good chance that he, he might do this, this, and this, which mm-hmm. I do not want long-term, even short-term. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I get that. I get that because it's like the more you're single, especially now that you're older, like anybody past like 25, I swear, the tolerance for people gets real short. Yeah, life's too short to be settling, just the sake to be in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. You just you just create more filters for, for what you want, because ultimately you want to be with somebody that, that you know, uh, kind of co-signs you very well and goes with what you got going Check on. Check majority of your boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so want to elevate me. Right, so you can elevate each other, you can explore new things together, you can open new doors for each other, you can help each other businesses plans or any of that stuff because you know the worst thing you can do is have a situation where you're not even including each other's lives to where the point where there are there are two doors and you do your thing and i do mine then then even in a relationship it gets dark you know what i mean yeah almost like you're only alone so yeah and imagine being somebody else's baggage in a relationship (laughs) that's why i'm dating nobody with no kids no, I ain't got time for your baggage. No. Yeah, I would. I could. I could date anybody with kids if it was. Oh wow! Yikes! It's it's baggage. I don't want that. You know, I don't. It's not even as baggage. It's just another obstacle. No, no, it's it's responsibility. It's a it's a small bag that can grow up to be a bigger bag. I ain't got time. But the bag eventually moves out the airport. You know what I'm saying? Airport. Sometimes you get left behind too. Yeah, sometimes you get left. Sometimes you get lost. Okay, but sometimes that baggage got other attachments for the baggage, like too many check-ins. I ain't got time. True. But, but they are a blessing. Yes, they are blessings, but not my blessings of baggage. Oh, so. no, that's not the blessing that I want. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, y'all think you choose the blessings. Oh. I, that's it. I want I my blessings. Blessing. Well, no, because I feel like at that point, if you if I settle down with somebody with children, that means I'm probably selfishly, I don't want any. I honestly wouldn't want any. I just think um, seeing guys like interact with their children are like definitely a great father figure. It's cute. Child. It's not cute to I me. I found it adorable. I don't see that as a bad thing. I didn't say it was but a bad of thing. Course, yeah, like I wouldn't see that as, you know, baggage. No, it is. You know, because, you know, sometimes relationships don't work. Maybe the mother of the child has passed away. Maybe. So there's all these other like obstacles that or like circumstances that could occur. So I wouldn't make that. And nowadays, at my age, majority of the men who I find myself associated with, they are going to have a child. Even though surprisingly, a lot of guys ask, "Hey, you have a child?" As if that's a deal breaker. No, I don't have any kids. I mean, because everybody in this now society world has kids, literally. But there's some guys who like wait before I am get. You have any kids? No. Okay. What's what's good? Can I get you to hold up? <laughs> <laughs> hold up. You got to meet you their gotta, qualifications. You got to look at it from a male. Well, you can't look at it from a male point. But from a male's point of view, it's like okay, if you have a child, that is something that we both now have to deal with. Even if I just met you, that child is they're sort of part of my responsibility. When yeah, because y'all got to go to the park. Y'all got to do yeah, activities. Yeah, we have to do things because you're always going to want to interact with your child, and if yes. I want to be around you or with you. I have to interact with the both of you. Yeah. Well, what if the... You ain't gonna sit there and let me talk to you and your child over there talking to you. You're like, You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Like, oh, that, that ain't my girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, I, don't, I don't know. You, you gotta want that. If you want that, that's that's your thing. Some guys Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. It could be an obstacle. Yeah. But, you know. There's people for everybody. I agree. Yeah. So, you shouldn't have to settle for somebody else's child. Wow. 
that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's similar right there. That's, that's the biggest you can do. I, I want to say it's settling if I date a guy with a child. Uh, a child. Let's get that clear. A child. Oh, okay, so if it's more than one, it's a whole no-no. I'm not going to date a guy with seven kids. A tribe. <laughs> Yeah, he got his whole basketball team and some subs. Exactly. Like, he got his old mini, you know, dodgeball team Mm -mm. ready to line up. All positions covered. He got defense. He got a defense lineman ready. I'm talking about, like, one child. Nah, I still can't do it. I don't care. I think I'll be an amazing stepmom. I think I would, too. That means I don't have no kids. Nope. And then, you know, if your relationship blossoms to that. They're, you know, have a blended family. Right, but I first got to get to that point where I have a man, so. Summer's approaching. No, summer's approaching for you, hun. You go out there with your brunches. Actually, I take that back. When you get ready for spring, spring needs to approach. It's been cold up there, but today was beautiful. I mean, that's what I'm saying, but you you actually go out, and you do, like, brunches and stuff. I don't don't go out. I mean, I I start doing sports events, but. Nobody's really yeah. focusing on getting a man if I'm trying to win a game. Yeah, I enjoy going out to brunch and date parties. And I can't wait to do more of that. Didn't you got some women only uh, date for free food? Yeah. Nice. I know a couple. And I don't see no problem with that. You say it's not a problem with that? I don't see a problem with that. No, like, if you have no interest... But first, no, but I first, no, but see, first, you usually have to go eat first to find that out. No, you don't. Yes, huh? Yeah, okay, you can see through text messages. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, though, my thing is, yes, your conversation might suck, like on the phone or on text messages. Some people are horrible texters. But when you see each other face-to-face in a lunch, it might be okay. Yeah, I don't see a problem with somebody just, you know, going out for lunch. I personally wouldn't do it because I can't pay for my own food. And I don't like awkward conversations. Oh, yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> and if I'm not interested in you, you would know right away because my conversation becomes really short. Right. Nah, my facial expressions will tell you. But hey, but hey, to all my single ladies out there, listen to City Girls, and hey, it's that season. Nah, it's that season. Come through. It is time to act up. <laughs> Ooh. So I think that comes to the end of our podcast for today. We didn't have anything else? No treat yourself anything? Well, I haven't done anything. No, I've only been treating myself lately. You said treats? <laughs> How you been treating yourself? Oh, me. Uh, let me see. Nothing. <laughs> I bought this really nice hat the other day. Okay. That I did not need to buy. But you know, when you see some things, it's like, you know. Oh, I know. I need that. So no, I feel I, I know. Yeah, so I, I did that. That was pretty much it. Oh, yeah, I did go to a thrift crawl today. And oh, I picked up a couple of pieces. You know, it's like, you know, a bar crawl. It's a thrift yeah. one. You go to different thrift shops. And I picked up, you know, a couple of items. Yeah, I'm not really a thrifter, but it was a good experience. Ended with some good food. Macaron cheese is bussing. Okay. And some drinks. Oh, uh, today, though, we did go to uh, Soda City in Columbia. Ooh, what's that? Uh, it's like a big, uh, on Main Street in Columbia. Mm-hmm. That building is that? 
uh, pretty much that whole street, they have a bunch of vendors, food trucks, okay. and they do that every Saturday in Columbus. Oh, they stepped it up in Columbia. Yeah. Apparently, that's been a thing for a minute. So, me and Shana, we went up there today. We got there probably around 11 o'clock. Okay. And then uh, hanged out there for a little bit. Then came back home. Well, that sounds so cute. It was. It's just driving. I Oh, yeah. I done drove so much, like, in our early years in our relationship that I kind of hate driving, so I make her drive everywhere. Wow, make. Wow. It be like that. Well, not, not make, though, but <laughs> when I was driving, like, an hour and a half every Saturday. That was love with you. Nah, Ruben, say it with your chest. You know what you meant. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I make her drive. <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't let CC feel make you feel horrible. I'll forever be tired. <laughs> Ooh, my back hurt. I feel exhausted. <laughs> made it right to the exit. Man, my leg hurt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, at that part, you know, we'll just go ahead and end it for a day. Oh, also, we are now strolling. Well, not strolling. Jesus, streaming on iTunes <laughs> and on Spotify. And on SoundCloud. So all you have to do is follow Keeping It Major podcast. And then also we do have an email if you do want to um, send us some advice letters or just tell us how you feel about the podcast. You can always email Keeping It with, instead of E's, it's threes backwards. Anyway, Keeping It Major at gmail.com. And with that, have a good day. We out.